0: Hey listeners, quick question. Are you tired of overpaying for your mobile plan? I've got the answer, Ting Mobile. Ting Mobile is all about flexibility and savings. You only pay for what you use, no crazy fees or overages. It's perfect for those who want control over their phone bill without s- sacrificing quality. Say goodbye to blow to phone bills. Go to foxcitiesmm.com ting. Ting Mobile. Mobile that makes sense. You're listening to Fox City's Murder and Mayhem, your bi-weekly dose of true crime history in a small, rural community of Wisconsin. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Fox City's Murder and Mayhem. I'm Eric Waltekens. I'm Gavin Schmidt. And Gavin, what do you got for a story for us today?
1: A pretty short story this time. Um, I'm calling it A German Lynching. A German Lynching. Love the title. Thanks. So we're going to go a little bit outside of the Fox Cities for this one, but it has Fox Cities connections. Um, We're going to go to Oconto.
0: Oconto, okay.
1: Which for anybody who doesn't know, Oconto is like if you're on Highway 41 and you drive north of Green Bay, it's like the next... I don't know. I don't want to say major city. It's not a major city, but it's kind of like the next city. But it's
0: a city that has a gas station. Sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we're still, we're way back in time here. We're in 1870 this time. The population is around 4,000 people. Primary industry is lumber. And the city's lumberjacks would move around from season to season. So the population would change quite a bit. Uh, In the winter, they would be in the Yokanto area because they'd be cutting down the trees. In the spring, they would be on the river, floating the logs down the river. And then in the summer, they would take up work at the sawmills to turn the logs into, you know, blanks for building things, whatever. Um, I generally, when I think of northeast Wisconsin, I think of it as being like paper like that's the big business is paper but uh, lumber was also huge in fact lumber was probably the main thing before paper really took off and the other primary thing uh was wheat which was used for making flour um just throwing some random facts out there just so people know in this time period this was the big business it wasn't microsoft google and amazon <laughs> it was lumber paper and wheat So back to Ocano. It's 1871. It's May 2nd. They're having the annual Turner's Ball at Class Hall, which is on Superior Street, if anybody knows Oconto, which I don't, but if you do. Now, Eric, have you heard of Turner Hall? Not necessarily in O'Cano, but any place called Turner Hall.
0: Isn't there a Turner Hall in Milwaukee?
1: There sure is. Now, I didn't know this. I learned this, that apparently... Turner Hall, there's Turner Halls all over the place, mostly in the Midwest, but all over the place. And they're named that because they were the clubhouses for the Turners. And the Turners were an organization of German guys who promoted gymnastics and physical fitness. So they would go around and they would have these exhibitions and they'd show people, like, look how, look how fit you can be if you do gymnastics and other things. Because back at this time, um, people hadn't really figured out about exercise yet. Like, that's how weird this is to think about. Like, nobody was out there jogging for fun. This wasn't a thing. So the Turners were this German group that was like, let's all get healthy and buff, and they'd have clubhouses. So anyway, so this Turner's place uh, in Okanto, they're having their annual party. And I don't know what happens at an annual Turner party. They're doing flips Oops, and so stuff. Nice. Who knows what they're doing? But, you know, good old time. I'm sure they're drinking. Well, this is in the upstairs of a building. This is like a ballroom upstairs. And down below, uh, a man named Ludwig Nehr, and I'm sure I'm going to say that terribly, as I always mispronounce things. Uh, he lives down below. Um, he's a butcher by trade, and he is a member of the Turners, uh, but he doesn't quite feel like partying, so... He stands outside, kind of watching, making sure nothing bad happens. Um, There's some stairs on the outside of the building that go up to the party. Well, nearby there's a river. A riverboat pulls up, and a group of men, who are not Germans, get out of the boat. It's just before midnight. They want to go to the party. Well... Do you think the Germans are going to let a bunch of non-Germans into their German gymnastics party? Definitely no.
0: not, because if they did, there wouldn't be a story That's here, right. probably.
1: That's right. So I don't know exactly how the conversation went, but it didn't go well. Because Ludwig says, hey, you guys aren't getting in. He has on him, to stop people from getting in, a long butcher knife, which was said to be 18 inches, which seems really long. Wow. Um, and a revolver. A man named Dennis White tries to get in, but no, that's not going to happen. He gets stabbed repeatedly. In fact, he gets stabbed so bad that the bones of his arms were visible after being stabbed. So he was cut up pretty bad. I don't know what's going on with Ludwig, but apparently that's not good enough. He's really (laughs) mad at these guys. So he starts chasing after uh, White and his buddies. Now, while they're running away, he fires off one shot into the air just to kind of scare him. But apparently his aim isn't just into the air because he ends up actually hitting a guy. One not, of the guys
0: he's chasing after? Is not this one of the guys he's chasing <laughs> just after. Just some random guy. Some
1: random guy. And uh, doesn't doesn't hurt him, but according to the newspaper, it's so close that it trims some whiskers off his face. <laughs> I'm just relying on the way it's reported. I don't know. He fires off more shots and again... Another shot ends up hitting a 21-year-old man named Joseph Ruhl. Hits him right in the head. Uh, He's taken to a hotel where he's given medical attention, but unfortunately being shot in the head is not always a good thing. So uh, even though medical attention does arrive, he does not pull through. In one version of the story, two other men were also hit, but not seriously injured. But either way, the point is, Ludwig is chasing after these guys, randomly firing his gun around as he goes, which is not really cool. Well, once he stops chasing these guys, he's taken to jail. Because, you know, it's one thing to stand guard and not let people in. Um, The other thing, you know, again, (laughs) chasing people around, shooting off your gun without (laughs) really aiming it, kind of frowned upon. And uh, it's even worse when one of your shots kills a guy. And it's even worse still that the guy that he killed was the son of a local alderman. So um, not that that should matter, but definitely didn't make certain people very happy. Happy. (laughs) And already, as soon as he gets to the jail, there's a rumor going around that this guy, we can't can't tolerate this guy's crap. We got to lynch this guy. Like immediately, this story is going around that he's got to go. Newspapers in Green Bay pick up the story. And they say, hey. Remember this guy? Before he moved to Okano, he lived in Green Bay for a while. (laughs) Quote, he will be recognized as a short, fleshy man wearing huge spectacles. Who has been engaged in other very serious affrays here. He always carried a revolver and a large knife. (laughs) Both of which he has freely used here at different times. He had few, if any, friends among the Germans in Green Bay. Is this true? I don't know. But according to the Green Bay newspapers, this guy apparently had issues where even his German buddies in Green Bay didn't like, like him. Um, and he's always carrying this knife and gun on him. Yeah, Green Bay papers not saying very nice things about him. Several hundred people rally outside the jail. Among them, 15 to 20 were really, really rowdy. They attempted to break into the jail at 7 p.m., but they were unsuccessful. The guards of the jail were like, no, not cool. Guys aren't coming in. Also, the constable um, was basically the guy running the jail. Mm-hmm. Him and his family lived in the same building as the jail. And they were like, yeah, you're not coming in here. And actually, kind of a side point to the story. Um, you see this a lot in the early history of like small town jails is when a guy was hired to be like the jail guard or, you know, head of the jail. I don't know what the name is. I guess constable is the name. His wife would also be hired on, and they would pay her to make meals for the prisoners. prisoners. Yeah, okay.
0: well, so that kind of makes sense, though. Yeah, you know? so it
1: was like this deal where you get hired, you had to move into the jail, and like you would have to be the guard, and then your wife would have to, you know, make meals for them. If the guy wasn't married, I don't know what they did. But this is kind of how things were at the time. Well, the crowd wasn't ready to give up. They came back with reinforcements an hour later. And they smashed the jail door down with a beam. <laughs> According to the newspaper, the beam was six inches square and 16 feet long. Another prisoner inside cowered in, in there. And he says, no, no, no. Just so you know, I'm not the guy. I'm another guy. You want the guy over there. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. Don't worry. <laughs> and they, And they apparently knew. They left him alone. They got to Ludwig and they took him out. They put a rope around his neck, dragged him by the rope. Out of the jail, over a bridge, they traveled a distance of 80 rods. I don't know how long 80 rods is, but they traveled 80 rods until they got to a tree and they hung him from the tree. Once he was dead, they cut him down and they buried his body in the sand behind a pickle factory. (laughs) So, yeah, we got this guy going a little little crazy with his revolver and the city is not going to stand for that. So... They get their revenge on him immediately. There's a there's a little there's one little part after that. But if you wanted to stop me, this would be a good time to stop me.
0: Well, I'm just curious. So, these were just the residents of the cities. The word word got out that this guy did this. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the government of, or the city government or anything that had to no. do this. This is just a rioting city, coming right. in And saying we're taking this guy out,
1: right? No, I mean officially the city didn't want them to do this because. That's not how this works. I mean, he's yeah. in jail. He's going to go on trial and he's going to do, you know, he's going to get whatever he gets. They generally frown on this. <laughs> I would think
0: so. It was just clarifying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, none of these guys were named. So, I mean, it's entirely possible that the alderman and his buddies are in on this. this. I don't know. Nobody, nobody got any blame whatsoever for breaking into the jail and hanging this guy. So um, they were just a group of people.
0: And is there any indication? So this group of people come and they're like, we're going to go to this party. Mm-hmm. Did they just see that something rowdy was going on and they're like, oh, I, well, we want to go to a party. Let's go to this party. Or I don't know. Or were they stirring something up? I mean, I'm assuming everybody knew what a Turner Hall was and that it was. Yeah. going to be a bunch of germans hanging out so yeah them not being german they must have realized they were kind of
1: yeah they definitely knew what it was like i said like um you and i i don't really know what a turn well, now we do but we didn't really know what a turn hall was but this was actually a pretty big deal at the time people would know yeah and but i don't really have the details this was covered very little in the papers surprisingly i thought there'd be a lot more that i could Fine, And I just really couldn't.
0: And I wonder if it's just that it happened in Ocano and and it's going to only be covered a little bit in Green Bay. Yeah. And how much paper coverage do they had in Ocano in, what, 1891?
1: 1871. 1871. And they didn't. didn't. Just for the record, I did check the Ocano papers. And, yeah, they didn't.
0: They didn't have a paper at all, or they just didn't have any coverage of this.
1: The Green Bay paper covered it better than Oconto did. Really? Like, Oconto didn't even want to talk about it, apparently.
0: I was with it, like, uh, up until the, the whole hanging the guy part, and I'm like, whoa, this this story just went totally off the rails. Yep. I was not expecting it to go there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like I said, even though it wasn't picked up much in Oconto, which is really surprising, um, it was covered... You know, by the Green Bay papers, and it was shared other places. Um, I found mentions of it as far away as like the New Orleans newspaper. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was just a short little article repeating what Green Bay said, but they they printed it in New Orleans. And just my final little note: um, lynchings in the North, uh, of course, you know, were rare. The North isn't really known for lynching people, and they're pretty rare in Wisconsin. But I did want to mention that uh, there is kind of a parallel here with why wisconsin doesn't have a death penalty i thought i'd touch on that because that story i can't tell that story by itself it's not a fox city story it's a kenosha story so we won't ever talk about it (laughs) um so wisconsin becomes a state in 1848 and shortly thereafter a guy in kenosha um, drowns his wife in a cistern and he is sentenced to death by hanging they hang him but apparently, they didn't know how to hang people. Like, nobody was really trained in how to do it. So, he ended up dangling there by his neck for over 20 minutes until he finally died. He died? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, the people are standing around watching this thinking like, oh, he's going to fall and he's, he's going to break his, his neck. neck and and gonna... we're going to be like, yeah, screw that guy. But instead, they were standing around like... horrified like getting sick watching this guy dangle there so within five years of wisconsin becoming a state they outlawed the death penalty because they're like clearly we don't know what What we're we're doing doing, and we're never gonna have
0: (laughs) put people through what we just put them through again
1: so that is why if in case anybody ever wondered that's why wisconsin doesn't have a death penalty because when they tried to pull it off they screwed it up so (laughs) bad that they didn't want to ever have to deal with that again so yeah hanging hanging in wisconsin not uh not a great history.
0: But apparently the people in Ocano did an RA right job with it, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, <for> sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they cared. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, I think that one wraps this one up, right?
1: That's all I got for this one.
0: Um, And I haven't told you this off air yet, Ooh. but I think we will be coming with a... Fox City's Murder and Mayhem email address. But until we get that set up, I okay. just hit them with the contact info for Milwaukee Mafia. Sure.
1: Okay. So, I, yeah, I haven't heard that yet. But you can reach us at Mafia at gmail.com. Um, yeah, if there's any stories you'd like to hear, let us know. Um, it's supposed to be Fox Cities, but as you can tell from this one, I'll, I'll venture a little north of Green Bay or a little south of Oshkosh if I find something good. So, yeah, if there's a story you'd like to hear,
0: let us know. And as always, if you can leave us a rating on your favorite podcast player, we'd really appreciate it. We will catch you back in two weeks with another exciting story. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to Fox City's Murder and Mayhem. Join us in two weeks for another exciting episode of Murder and Mayhem.